Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington, and I'm Bill Knight. How are you today, sir? I'm hanging in there, my friend. Hanging in there. A lot of things happening in our world. You heard about the Babylon Bee. You know what the Babylon Bee is. Maybe you don't. Babylon no. Bee is like, it's like Mad Magazine used to be. It's a satire, right. okay? And it's on the internet, and it's funny. It, it, it satires the current news. Well, they had a, uh, and I guess they still have it, uh, an account with Twitter. And on Twitter, they posted something this week which got them in trouble. You see, let me explain the, the backstory. All right. Rachel Levine used to be the, uh, what, the health secretary in Pennsylvania. Yes, Rachel, he was. Rachel Levine used to be Richard Levine. Rachel right. Levine has two children, an ex-wife. And Rachel Levine now works for the Biden administration. Well, last week, USA Today in its infinite wisdom, made Rachel Levine their woman of the year. Oh, that's like, nice. Like I said, Rachel Levine was Richard Levine. Rachel Levine didn't have any surgery. Rachel Levine still has the plumbing that you and I have. Rachel Levine just likes to grow his hair long, wear dresses, and thinks of himself as a woman. He mm -hmm. likes his feminine side. That's fine. But Abraham Lincoln once said, how many, and he said this to an audience, how many legs would a dog have if you called his tail a leg? And the audience <laughs> enthusiastically yelled, five, five. And he said, no, four. He said, saying a tail is a leg doesn't make it a leg. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, there and, you go. And in this case, it's the same thing. So, here's how the Babylon Bee got in trouble. Let me have the uh, the chief executive officer of the Babylon Bee explain exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, well, we just got locked out. We got notified that we were locked out last night. We get an email that says uh, that we violated the rules for hateful conduct. Um, and they cited a specific article of ours. We we're doing a, a satirical take on, um, you know, the US, USA Today recently naming. Uh, Rachel Levine, a transgender individual, um, as uh, one of their picks for women of the year. So we did the satirical take on this, and, and we named uh, Rachel Levine as our pick for man of the year. Um, and Twitter didn't like that very much. So uh, we ran afoul of their hateful conduct policy, and they basically notified us. They said, look, you know, your, your account's not suspended. Um, you just need to unlock it, and you can unlock it by deleting that tweet. And we're like, well, wait a minute. Um, you know, deleting that tweet requires that we uh, agree that we have uh, violated the hateful conduct policy. And we don't agree with that. Uh, we don't believe that speaking the truth is hate speech. And, you know, satire does often speak the truth. It does it in a in a humorous or ironic way. Um, but, you know, we stand by the point that we were making in that article. So we're kind of at an impasse here where we can't get our account unlocked because we're not willing to delete that tweet. Yeah, we don't have any intentions of deleting the tweet. Um, you know, there are there are other possible paths forward where we get back onto Twitter. They do have an appeal process that we can go through. We're looking at that. Um, we've been uh, passed some contact information for some people over at Twitter that we'll reach out to and we'll try to talk to them. They may yet reach out to us because this is starting to generate a little bit of media attention. We were trending on on Twitter all morning. So yeah. um, I'm not sure, you know, this may resolve itself uh, or we may resolve it going through the appeals process. We're not sure, but we don't have any intention at this time of, of deleting that tweet. That's Seth Dillon, CEO of the Babylon Bee explaining exactly what happened. They made Rachel Levine 
the man of the year, which mm, some people would say it's probably more accurate than what the USA Today people did last week. You know, I had a problem with someone like that once a long time ago. We called the place the uh, the fish tank down in um, in uh, what was it, Pine Tree, Florida, down around Miami, where I worked. AT and T was in there, and they had a guy that worked for AT and T that was like him, had all the plumbing, but dressed as a woman. And so the women didn't want him in the ladies' room. And I got to tell you, as a man, you don't want that standing next to you, looking at your junk when you're doing your business. So I went and complained and they said, well, you know, there's an empty floor upstairs. You could go up there and use the bathroom. I said, why don't you have it go upstairs and make that it's designated floor? Because it's not fair to me. It's a violation of my privacy and rights. It's a violation of the women's rights. But that was a while back. I would be called all kinds of different names for saying that today, but it's just wrong you know it's like it's like the sports thing that's going on now with with, with the guys that uh, are transgender and, and i've thought about this because you know the transgender you know you're still a man you know the the, the be- basic makeup you're still a man it's not fair for a woman to compete against you because the man is going to win and that's just the nature of things now what about a woman that gets converted to a man well, she's still a woman not fair now you could take the two transgendered sexes and create two new categories where they compete amongst themselves. Right. Now that would be fair. And and that, that would solve the deal. But these guys that are doing it, uh, have you seen, have you seen Leah Thomas? He stands next to the other women he's competing against. He's got about a foot in height on him. He's half again, as wide in the shoulders as Mm -hmm. they are. He won a championship this past Friday, or it was a Thursday, and and he had this to say. Leah, how did that performance measure up to your expectations coming into this meet tonight? I I didn't have a whole lot of expectations for this meet. I was just happy to be here trying to race and compete as best as I could. You've undoubtedly been under the spotlight over the past few months. How have you been dealing with that and reasoning with everything? I try to ignore it as much as I can. I try to focus on my swimming, uh, what I need to do to get ready for my races, and just try to block out everything else. What did that race mean to you? It means the world to to be here, be with two of my best friends and teammates, and be able to compete. Thank you for stopping by. What I find amazing is how the media tries to normalize it. It's not normal. The reporter talks to... Leah Thomas, who is actually Will Thomas, Mm -hmm. and says all the things that you would say to a female athlete, except the guy is, he's six, one or two and weighs about 210. And he's built like uh, Mark Spitz. And I'm thinking to myself, this is, this is ridiculous. And like you said, Bill, put them in their own, if they want to compete in the NCAA, Create a transgender category and let them compete there where it's fair. It's not fair to you or me to have our daughters compete. They train for years to be athletes, and then they have to go up against this. Well, let me uh, let me say something and address Leah. I, I know Leah's not listening right now, but if somebody wants to copy this and share it, uh, that, that's fine because 
I'm I'm conjuring up right now my inner bitch. Uh, Leah, you're a con, you're a cheat, you're a coward. You know, compete against men because that's what your genetics are. You might feel inside you're a woman and you might dress like a woman. You could even get the cut and tuck and say you're a woman. You're still a man. Compete with other people like you. Compete with the men. Well, I have you know, a question for you. Where does it end? It doesn't. Okay, let's say let's say you uh, you decide. Well, look at I'm beyond the age of competing with uh, the younger athletes, but I still could probably compete in the Special Olympics. That could happen. It's not fair. It has to stop. We, Man, it we're, does. we're losing our mind, Bill. Our our yeah. society is losing its mind. You have morons like that reporter at ESPN talking to Leah like Leah just came back from the prom and you know damn well that that Leah is a guy and he's a bad athlete because if he was a good athlete he'd be competing with the guys well that's exactly it I'm saying he's a cheat he's a coward you know and that's all there is to it he should not get any title for it he shouldn't have been interviewed because what you're doing is validating his existence. Yes. Now, I'm not devalidating the fact that he's a person. He's a fellow human being. I'm not devalidating the fact that he feels that he's a woman. But the genetics and the, you know, the facts just aren't there. The DNA is not there. He's a dude. You mentioned the restroom, Bill. How would you like it if your daughter was in the restroom and this guy walks into the restroom? He's doing today's narrative would be it would be good for your daughter because at least now she she needs to learn and respect all the genders of the world. You know, I identify as a frog. I'm a bullfrog. Croak, croak. I don't. It's stupid. All the but, genders of the world is what you just said. It's, I got a form in the mail from the government. Oh, geez. It used to say gender M box or an F box. And it had. M, F, other. Yeah, it's crazy. You hear about Biden's faux pas in a speech? He oh, was, I got uh, it. Yeah, the, the thing where he's talking to the business roundtable, and he says, there's going to be a new Whoa. world order, and we've got to lead it. Really? It sounds preposterous, Bill. It sounds preposterous that you, that you would say that he would say that. Jeez. But we have the tape. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. What I found interesting, did you notice that in that, in that little clip there, he said, I was talking to a general of mine in a secure meeting the other day. And he said, <laughs> secure meeting. Hmm. Yeah, and he tells, he tells everybody what the general said in a secure meeting. Now, it wasn't a big deal. He said 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. Two it things on that, though. Uh, number one, he had a secured meeting. Boy, if Trump had a secured meeting, it'd be all over the nose. What's he hiding? 
And of course, then Biden talks about what was in the secured meeting. He's an idiot. Now, you know, for all the things that we say about the uh, the Ukraine-Russian uh, war and who's right, who's wrong, people are being played. You know, I really do believe, you know, there's a lot of different things going on with this war. And, you know, we're being played by our own people. Mm-hmm. We're, we're instigating it for a reason. There's an agenda there. There is the deep state that's going on uh, with it, too. Putin... And uh, Z, China, they're sitting there going, they're, Biden is being weighed and measured with this war. And what Biden has proven to Putin and has proved to China is that we are weak. Biden is weak. And what you see with proposed news that Russia's weak here and there, I don't quite buy all that because that could be, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, it, it's all psychops. Everything yeah. that you see on our side, their side is psychops. But the idiot in all of this, and if you think about it, even if you're a liberal, you have to agree, Joe is the idiot. And if you don't think he is, you don't think we're weak, you know, you're, you're in trouble uh, because we as a country – are in trouble with this clown in charge and the cackling hyena that he has as vice president. (laughs) Let me tell you about some of the things I've noticed in the past day or so. Zelensky, and I mentioned this yesterday, he has banned Ukrainian political parties, he said, that are, quote, linked to Russia. 11 of them. 11 of them. That means that, from what I've heard yesterday on the news, there is no party other than his party in the Ukraine right now, which makes him essentially a dictator. This is Zelensky. He also took the three television networks, the three television stations in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and he made them government properties and tied them all together. So they all have mm-hmm. one common message. He can do this apparently because of war powers. Where I come from, that's a dictator. That is a dictator. I'm also old enough to remember that there was a guy named Baptista who was the... Oh, yeah. He was the guy who ran Cuba. Mm-hmm. And then there was this young guy named Fidel Castro in 1959, and the U.S. was rooting for Fidel Castro. He was the young star that was going to take Cuba into the 21st century, or at least complete the 20th century. We were on the wrong side in 1959. We rooted for Fidel, Fidel won, and you know what happened to Cuba. We're being sold a bill of goods now with Zelensky, I think. Right. Let me give you an example of some of the things that I saw on the news yesterday. We saw, and it was on the news yesterday, big deal. Oh, the Russians have hit a shopping center in Kiev, and there have been some, there've been some fatalities. In the shopping center, they make it sound like they hit a Macy's, okay? So what did the Russians do yesterday afternoon? They released drone footage of a missile launcher on the back of a truck. It empties its missiles out, and then it leaves its area in the woods, and it races back into the the city of Kiev, goes down some a main thoroughfare, swerves in and out of traffic, pulls into a shopping center, 
goes into the shopping center and what the Russians say is loads up on more missiles. So that shopping center was taken out. It said we took it out because it's an area the military is using as a place to reload and restock their munitions. So we're not getting the whole story, folks. We're being told that hospitals are hospitals and maternity wards and maternity wards. And then you find out later on, well, in the basement, they were working on uh, bio research. The media keeps it a secret because they don't want you to think outside of the narrative that they're selling you. They want you to believe one storyline. We're going to find out. They're talking about Mariupol being leveled. Mariupol is the center for the Azov Battalion. That's where the Azov Battalion lives. And I heard someone describe this yesterday, Bill. The Azov Battalion, they're not neo-Nazis. They are actually direct descendants of the real Nazis from World War II. They have the same similar uh, insignias. They, They do the same horrible things. And the person that was being interviewed said, imagine, if you will, the Ku Klux Klan having a battalion and that battalion being absorbed into the U.S. military and be, being allowed to maintain their narrative as the Ku Klux Klan. That's what's happened with the Azov Battalion. They were an independent group that was absorbed by the Ukrainian military. They are still Nazis. And Putin said when he went into this war, he was going to get rid of the bio labs and the Nazis, and the media laughed at him. I'm not saying what Putin's done is all right. Because he's done some terrible things. Some mm-hmm. innocent innocent people have been killed. But maybe he went in for the right reasons, Bill. Well, that's what I've been saying, too. Now, you know, Biden said, oh, he's a war criminal. And, and, and he got the narrative to where the media is saying he's a war criminal. Then when asked, is Putin a war criminal? Biden goes, I never said that. I'm not saying that. So yeah, I heard that. It, it's all it's all a game of words. And as far as captured uh, Russian military hardware that's being used against them. Well, let's clarify this. Apparently the Americans had Russian hardware and we are giving it to the Ukraines to use against the Russians. Uh, but the narrative is, well, they fired a dud missile over, but the geniuses at the Ukraine figured out how to fix that missile and fire it back. Oh, hell, the tanks that they 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 took out of commission, they blew them up. Ah, they fixed them and they're using them against the Russians. Oh, really? You really want me to buy that sack of doo-doo? I don't think so. The airplanes, they want to give them a mix. That's the, how what they know how to fly. Right. They're not trying to give them, uh, you know, warthogs, A-10 warthogs. They're trying to give them MiGs. What are they, mm-hmm. MiG-29s, I believe? They're and, good jets. Yeah, they're beautiful jets. I think they were built in 1985 or, 80, you know, sometime in the 80s. They're fast, maneuverable, good planes, and they know how to fly them. Even the media, which we know, we they take a narrative. Uh, you know, Jackson uh, at her um, at her Supreme Court uh, uh, hearings that started yesterday. You know, the headline today is you know she was sworn in as the new Supreme Court justice. No, she was sworn in for the hearings, but she has been played as the darling, and they're going so light on her. And I'm like, going, why can't you sit there and give her the same grilling? that everybody else has got. Why does she deserve the slide? She does. Because because she's a woman, she's a minority, and because the Republicans haven't got any testicles. Well, that's true. (laughs) The Republicans, each one of these guys yesterday, they preface their comments with, we're not going to make this into a spectacle. We're not going to ask you about your high school dating habits. 
we're going to we're going to keep this on the straight and narrow. But yet when the Kavanaugh was sitting in the same seat two years ago, there were people screaming in the back of the, the room, making a scene. The people had no problem asking the most ridiculous questions of Kavanaugh, bringing up that, what was the name, uh, Belt Ballsy, what was the name? <laughs> the one he supposedly had a problem with in high school. But oh, yet yeah, she really, yeah, 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 yeah. Ballsy yeah. Ford or Balsy Ford or whatever. I'm, 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 like, not try, yeah. I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, folks. Your name is something like that. I can't. I just the girl that was passed out, uh, not very well clothed, drunk by the pool. Yeah, she's a creditable source, though. You really have to, yeah, you have to look beyond that. And but I don't they like put, demeaning they put, people like that. But they put on the Chiron, Bill. They put on the Chiron, a, a associate professor at such and such university, and they gave her they gave her gravitas. Never heard of this lady before. She came out of nowhere. Kavanaugh looked like a deer in headlights. Like who is this? Who is this? It looked like he was trying to figure out, have I seen this person before? But she sounds like she's talking like we were we were dating. Um, Giuliani was on uh, Levin last night. Now, this is funny today because they're saying, well, Giuliani said Trump told Putin to blow up churches. Uh, I actually heard the interview and he was talking about how Trump was talking to uh, Putin and how he was playing the Reagan mind game saying, you know, Putin, if you keep doing what you're doing, we're going to go in and blow up these bubbles that you've got there. And Putin sat there and said, but Donald, uh, those are churches. And Trump sat there and said, Vladimir, you and I both know they're not churches to which Putin agreed and shook his head and smiled. Yeah. So Trump, you know, but he didn't say blow up churches. But he was being interviewed yesterday by Stuart Varney on Fox mm -hmm. Business. Yeah, He did say something which was kind of scary. He said Putin was a little different when he, mm -hmm. see, when he saw him on TV recently. Here's what Trump said. But I listened to him constantly using the N-word. That's the N-word. And he's constantly using it, the nuclear word. And we never talk it. We say, oh, he's a nuclear power. But we're a greater nuclear power. He sounded like he was a little surprised at how Putin has been presenting himself in the past 25 days or so. Because Putin is sitting there doing psychops on Biden. I He's agree. sitting there weighing and measuring this guy. And Biden is not up to the fight. He is not up to the fight. We are weak as a nation because Biden is a wussy. There we go. I believe he's going to Poland on Friday to help the situation. <laughs> yeah, well, that the, remains the media to be seen. Is, Bill, the media is selling this guy like he, they're trying desperately to, to make him sound like he's going to come to the rescue. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just afraid that he's going to fall asleep in the meeting or, or say the wrong, the wrong thing. I, I I don't trust Biden. I don't trust what he's going to do in a in a in a very delicate situation like what the situation is going to be on Friday when he's I think he's meeting with Zelensky. Yeah, he Poland. could be. A couple of things uh, in the news. Of course, William Barr was speaking out about uh, Joe Biden that he lied about Hunter's laptop to America, but Joe Rogan made the news. Oh, I because, saw that. Yeah, where he sat there and said, "You know what? Um, he endorsed." 
the deep state saying, without them, uh, we'd be beyond effed. And I'm like going, what? What? He's saying that well, that's what the quote was in the, in, the, in the news source. How would we be screwed without the deep state? The headline this morning was, he said that, and I'm like going, that can't be right. Did you hear him qualify, though? He qualified by saying, well, I've never voted for Trump, and I've never voted for a Republican. And I'm thinking to myself, why does this guy have to qualify this? Why does he have to qualify his answers by telling all of his listeners that, well, I never voted for Trump, and I never voted for a Republican, and I never voted for a conservative. And then he goes, I guess, and supports a conservative-type idea. And I'm thinking, but why does he have to do this? Well, he doesn't have to qualify, just... but that's the left in him still coming out. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. You know, but the, the, the media has a way of taking anything that everybody says and twisting it to their narrative. So just like I, I mentioned earlier, where they talked about Giuliani, Giuliani said Trump was going to blow up churches. Well, that wasn't what he said at all. They took the whole thing out of context and made it into an entirely different statement that was untrue altogether. You know, and that's what they seem to be doing. Anything you say, how can I twist it and reverse it? And that's what they're doing with the news. I used to think that the best propaganda in the world was Toss or Pravda. No, we're they, better. They are at they're nothing. They're schoolyard compared to uh, to what we are, what our media we're, is. We're giving them lessons. So uh, mm -hmm. it's pretty sad. Uh, this is interesting. You know, we mentioned about the UFO things and the sightings in North Carolina. Now out on the West Coast, uh, people are saying they've spotted a UFO underwater. Like mm. there's a secret base of UFOs underwater out there. I mean, like, well, I, the UFO be, spotting uh, sightings are coming out of the woodwork now. That wouldn't be the first time, though. They've, this no. supposedly is a UFO, quote, base off the coast of California in the Los Angeles area. We just, Underwater hypersonic jets or something like that. Who, who knows? knows? Well, my friend, I guess we have run out of time. Time to wrap it up, but with a little bit of luck, we'll do it again tomorrow. Oh, I don't think any there's any luck to it. We'll we'll do it again tomorrow. That's just a promise we'll make. By the way, they can contact us at 833-583-6060, 833-583-6060. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. Please let us know what you think. Get in touch with us. And also, uh, we are in Facebook. There's a page for us there called It's Another Day. So, uh, and you'll find the episodes there too, you know, but you can also chime in, say something, whatever it is you want. Uh, and our webpage is coming along, Bill. Yes. Soon. We're working on it. Have a really good day. Bye.